Welcome back to another episode of Two Brothers Review the Podcast. I'm Reed Turley. I'm Ty Turley, and I think this episode's about consumerism. And I just want to make a long speech about it to begin off, to kick it off. In the spirit of this movie. That's right. But Reed won't let me. He's he's neutering my voice. <laughs> and just <laughs> just my voice. You're, nothing else was neutered on you like a Ken doll. <laughs> nothing else. Yikes. Just saying, Reed's the man. You know, when you hear about the man, Reed's the man. That, that could have two meetings. It could. Before we talk about Barbie specifically, Ty, do you have a favorite product movie? I feel like this new sort of genre of films. Yeah. I mean, I I think Return of the Jedi. Uh, no, that's the different order where they made the movie and I, then they made the products. Reed, I can see a product in your background image right now. That's fair. I know. I know it's backwards. I thought a lot about this. Uh and I, I couldn't think of a great one. Um, I know the worst one was probably, what was that one? He-Man? No. G.I. Joe Snake Eyes. <laughs> that movie was bad. That, that was a bad movie. That's interesting. I, so I, I guess I've sort of categorized Barbie with like Blackberry or Air or that Flaming Hot. Oh. The Flaming Hot Cheetos movie. And I really liked Blackberry. I thought it was pretty funny. I think that's kind of, I don't know. And maybe that's more of like a historical. No, those are, yeah, those are, that's historical fiction. That is a totally, totally different genre. Oh, it's like a movie based on a product. Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. <laughs> that, it, like Barbie it's is a, a movie based on it's a, a brand. It's a, what? You see the difference, right? I, or I have. To- I do understand the difference. I don't want to belabor this point, but they seem completely different to me. Interesting. I guess I was just like, what is a movie based on? Like, I don't know. It's not really about a person. It's about the product or like air is not about Michael Jordan. It's about Nike making a shoe. Read. Okay. Well then, okay. Then in my mind, I got to ask you, Reed, do you think, but do you think Barbie land exists? <laughs> In all of our is this hearts, the truth, Ty? <laughs> Especially mine. No, okay. I, you know what? I'm not going to begrudge you that. I wouldn't have thought of it that way. Sure, for sure not. Okay. Uh, well, how did you like Barbie Land? Is that a place you'd like to be? It's, um, it's a place I've been in my imagination before. No, it's not. I have no connection to Barbie, right? Whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I went to see this movie because I wanted to see Ryan Gosling because I heard he was funny in it. And he is. That's it. That's it. Would you, like, I'm surprised that the thoughts that Barbie had was, like, we made feminism perfect for the real world. Like, that's a a weird angle to take on the Barbie doll, I would say. Well, it's setting up, it's setting up the, what's it called in rhetoric? Straw man or something. It's like, okay. I'll just start with my general feeling. I mean, this was like a this was like a dumb person's guide to feminism and wokeness in their current moment. I mean, all these tropes, all these um uh, like the guy who sings what is it, Nickelback or whatever? Um what? Ken? What do you mean what guy? 
Yeah. But they're all I mean, kids. He wants to play the. the the, yeah, he's not. I mean, the the important thing is guys. I mean, guys liking cowboys, guys liking horses. It's just like, it's just like the dumbest, le- most predictable, least interesting version of critiquing. I don't know feminism or gender roles in our current world or whatever you want to say. Ugh. But don't you think Greta Gerwig got? Like a lot of money because she put this in the Barbie framework, and maybe she couldn't have produced a movie that had that those themes for you know like half the same amount of money. Wait, I'm confused by your hypothetical. Like does like doesn't she like she wants to make these points? Mattel and the Barbie story allows her to do that on a bigger scale, bigger budget, with you know specific jokes to that world, but she still like. Like there could be a very different Barbie movie that's not made by Greta Gerwig, that's not about feminism but at what? all. Okay, I mean yes, I agree with that. But what are you, what points is she making? Women have been treated badly, or women should be treated equally, or um, I think this whole discussion just now started with you saying, I mean, there's this, there was this premise. Barbie was invented to show girls, little girls, that women can be anything, and. I mean, that's how Barbie was invented, right? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm sure, she's had a lot of jobs. They made that clear with all the like yeah. product shots. Yeah. So, so, oh, I don't know. I don't. It's just so full of irony and wink, wink, sarcasm, and and it's too clever by half because I know all these arguments. I could have predicted what she would have said. Nothing surprised me. Of course. And then, and then I sort of alluded to this at the beginning, but then they have these massive, long, crazy dialogues over and over again that were so boring of character of characters just explaining everything they're thinking and feeling instead of leaving anything subtext. I did. I mean, you do notice the <laughs> the long speeches, or it just is like a kind of jarring contrast to. I think they do keep it very light, and they play a lot of jokes throughout it, but the end gets heavy. It does. Wait, it does? I'm asking. It does? Oh, yeah, well, like, slower. It's not like they're not telling jokes well, all they, the time. <laughs> no, they're, no. I mean, yeah, it gets heavy. I, I guess I, it <laughs> gets slower. You don't mean, you don't think it gets more impactful? No. Do you, no. I mean, okay, so the other thing I hate about this, about this kind of film is they're just preaching to their choir. I mean, they're, the people who love it already know all this stuff, agree with it fully. And just want to go to the movie and be like, yes. But this is going to be such a popular movie that there are going to be fringe people who see this who wouldn't have or don't think this way. Like, you think no real conservative people must, I don't know, not just, I don't mean conservative, like misogynistic people have gone to this movie. (laughs) I don't mean those two are not the same to me. I do understand that. I bet 12 misogynists have gone to the movie, yes. And I bet they did not like it. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I don't know. I'm sure they like some. I'm sure some people have like hate watched it. That's true. For sure. But Greta Gerwig doesn't. Care. I mean, I did. She's like, give me that money. She does. She is ambitious. I mean, I don't have a problem with Greta Gerwig's directing. I mean, I think a lot of the funny stuff comes from her directing. Probably it's her writing and with Noah Baumbach. Yeah. But you're not a. <laughs> That's the problem. You're not a Noah Baumbach fan. 
No, no, I'm not. I really, I mean, this, yeah, this film is exactly what I thought it would be. It's so ironic. Ugh. But you did like other Greta Gerwig movies? Little Women? No, I didn't like, I mean, it was, no, I didn't like it. It was very average. Lady Bird? I really hated Lady Bird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so baby Greta Gerwig's not for you. I liked Frances Ha. Frances Ha's great. But I don't think she wrote it. Maybe she did. I don't think she directed it either. I think Noah Baumbach did. Yeah. So I'm not a hate. I'm not a uniformly. Okay, you're you're not out on all of it. That's fair. I mean, if, yeah. If if it's human, I, okay. The thing I kept really, I've already said this, but I'm going to repeat it a little bit. The thing I kept thinking while I was watching Barbie was when to make a great movie, you need to surprise the audience where it goes. But then also have the audience be like, yeah, but that feels so right. I couldn't have guessed it was going there, but yes, you need both those two emotions in the audience. And this movie for me was so shallow. It was completely predictable. And all these tired arguments that I've heard a million times, it was like sitting in a, I mean, literally they have, you know, what is it? What do they have on the screen? Godfather. Um, It's like literally sitting through a film theory or criticism class and making fun of archetypes or stereotypes of guys and what movies they want. That's so uninteresting to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I guess I think it was, I don't know. I think the jokes landed for me enough. Uh, did you find any redeeming? Like what was the, what, was, what did you laugh at the most in this movie? Was there a joke that got you? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, there were. I definitely laughed. I like I said, I loved. I mean, I thought Ryan Gosling was really funny. I think Margot Robbie's very. I'm um, the word I'm going to use is zany. She's she's she is quite. I mean, she and now these are two movies in a row. Uh, Babylon, where she's just kind of nuts in it. Yeah, intentionally. I'm not. I'm not saying she's actually nuts. No, but she uses that kind of like her big like. She has really big eyes, or she can make her eyes very big, and then it, it does look kind of in, intense. Yeah. So I like, I mean, I like watching the performances. I I said, you know, Greta Gerwig's directing made it funny. I thought, um, well, like the set, like the styling of it, I thought was clever. And like, I don't know. Yeah. I think the, like the Barbie land design was fun and like all the like products, but then nothing, it's actually like nothing's in the cups and like the shower doesn't actually turn on. And I don't know. I thought it was just a clever way of like converting the products to the screen. Yeah. Yes. 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 But, uh, <laughs> but again, it's like, wink, wink. She's a doll. There's nothing in the milk class. There's nothing in the shower. Wink, wink. It's like, yeah, yeah, we get it. Can you get back? Can you get past the gimmick of that and tell a story with real heart where I care about Barbie? I mean, did you care about Barbie? I, I don't know. I mean, I, well, I don't know what what was her happiness in the end, being okay just as herself, not needing anybody. I don't know, man. Yes, I mean, I think not needing anyone for sure. Like, there's sort of like an anti-romantic theme. Like, she's not going to end up with Ken. They're not right for each other. This feels very much like a mother-daughter movie to me. America with Ferreira the and her, yeah, her daughter, like that relationship seems like the, 
don't know, more like more emotional <laughs> core in this movie. I agree, but they're barely on. They're definitely minor characters. I mean, if I was given the task to write a film about a toy, I would I would personify the toy to get to give it a life that where I care about it. Where I don't know, it's like Barbie's awakening to all these realizations. Well, it was a few realizations, right? Dictated by that human woman's her feelings, things, things her feelings, or what she's what stage of life she's at. I mean, do you see that that just takes away any agency or therefore Bar- we don't even know what is Barbie? She's just a projection of this mother. Well, and her life's perfect in, a, in like a perfect life. Is there interesting conflict? No, I don't know. I don't know either. Well, I, I thought maybe it wasn't trying to be hidden. It was so obvious that it was not the daughter. Like. Uh, in those, Reed, you always, I, you always, when we're watching, you're always, you're always like calling out, predicting those things. I, I don't know, maybe you weren't there. I, you can't know that I know knew, but I feel like I really knew. I was like, no, no, I, no. What I'm saying is, I know, I know you know. I just don't. I mean, like maybe I, I don't try to think that way in when I'm watching a movie. Like I just sit there and kind of like maybe I should. Really, I'm all, try to predict. Yeah, I, I just want to be like, oh, what's going to happen, or how's this going to work out? Yeah, like why is that thing in there? Why is that in the story now? Oh, because it's this thing. Yeah, and then, sorry, I, I just want to talk about Will Ferrell and the Mattel Corporation, and like that really didn't work for me. He hasn't worked for me in a movie in a while, but like, I don't know, are they in the real world? What like that's not how any meeting is. No one would want to be like, let's just get, let's just tickle each other, like. Yeah. That's not grounded in any kind of reality. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I agree. So the whole point is just like, oh, well, it's the the men are the, all the leadership. She can't find a woman that works there. But it's just, again, yeah, these are the tired stereotypes. Yeah, we get it. Well, that's just not, a, I mean, every corporate environment I've been in, there are women. I, like, yeah. So, Ty, what are you going to rate Barbie out of five? Wait, I want to talk about one more thing, which is the music. I thought... I thought the music had potential. It was kind of funny when you realize, oh, they're singing about what we're seeing. Oh, yeah, definitely. But then it just didn't quite follow through, I felt like. or Did it happen after the I first don't know. two mornings? Like I feel like they used it the first two days, but then not again. No. C- Correct. Yeah, because yeah. then, then they went on to, like, they repeat the same, you know, couple of pop songs for jokes, like... Yeah, I feel like they could have actually developed that or had had it been more, I don't know, to do it twice makes it, again, just, or I've said this in other podcasts, but if you're going to do something weird, you got to make it not just a one-off thing. Yeah, a rule of three situation. Maybe a rule of three or or show us why you're doing this weird formal thing. But yeah. I mean, this movie is like borderline a musical too. Like there are multiple dance. What? There are like multiple dance break song situations. I guess. Did you catch when Barbie called the song a bespoke song? Oh, I missed it. No. She's like, Ken was like, what are you doing tonight? Nothing. You can come over. I'm just having a huge party with a bespoke song and a choreographed dance routine. Oh, because it's about the party. Yeah. Everything's about the thing. Ah. Anyway, I thought I, it's, I'm going to think about it for other projects or i think there's something interesting there but but to make it it when it's so on the nose i think that's a misuse of the opportunity 
I think it's also hard to contrast with the other movie that came out this weekend, Oppenheimer. Like that, you should listen to our episode on that. But link in the bio, yeah, or whatever. Uh, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> you, you've offered that multiple times, and we shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just like saying link in the bio. <laughs> But we don't even have a bio. Okay, keep going. But yeah, just like, I feel like, Opp- I mean, you'll, I don't know. I thought Oppenheimer was amazing. And then watching Barbie, I was just like, this is, I agree, a movie, but almost a, nothing else in common between the two. They just felt so different in contrast. Yeah, they definitely did. Did you watch one right after the other? Uh, a one day and then the next. Uh, we. Oh, you double featured? Heck yeah. That's wild. Which one did you do first? <laughs> Barbenheimer, baby. Uh, Oppenheimer was first. <laughs> I can't wait. I'll, no, no. That's the way. Look, can you imagine doing it the other way around? No. <laughs> well, I, I saw Oppenheimer and then Barbie the next day, so I can sort of imagine doing it the other way around. No, you saw it the same order I did. Oh, Oppenheimer first. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. It would it would have been very hard to sit through Oppenheimer after or after Barbie, I think. Well, okay, we'll save it for that pod. Yeah. All right, Ty. What are you rating Barbie out of Barbie out of five? Barbie out of five gets a two. I'm gonna give it a three. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't think I had as much, I don't know, animus for <laughs> the messaging as you did. <laughs> No, I support the messaging. Bro, sorry, I, again. <laughs> I lo- Twelve I love other misogynists saw this movie, you're saying. Yeah. yeah well, what are you talking about? I'm not a misogynist. I know you're not. Holy cow. I know you're not. I just, uh, I don't I don't want to be spoon-fed my polemics, man. Yeah. All right, Ty, what else do you have to recommend for our listeners you've been watching, reading, or listening to lately? Well, Barbie reminded me of Staff Let's Flats. Have I already recommended that on here before? Probably. Maybe, but I do know that that show's very funny. And he's in a, he's in he's number he's the two of Mattel. Yeah, and I love him so much. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. And I and uh so you should check that out if you liked what his funny maybe his joke was my funniest line or my favorite joke in the movie when he was like <laughs> Will Ferrell says something to him like that's not that's never gonna happen and, or a bunch of weird things would have to happen for that to happen. Do you remember? Oh, and he says totally and he's like, like a thousand young <laughs> young fathers choir. <laughs> yes. And it's like and something else. Even weirder than that. I wonder how many takes he took of that sh- of, I bet they let him of just saying such crazy things. Yeah, I bet they let him just improvise crazy stuff. I bet it was hilarious. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Uh, I'll also recommend a show uh, I've been watching on. It's Max now, I guess. H formerly HBO Max, formerly HBO Go. HBO Go. That's old school. Uh, but it's Drops of God. About have you have you seen this? Never heard of it. And now that I'm saying that, I think it might be on Apple TV. I can't remember. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but it's a French like this French woman finds out her dad is dying in Japan and she flies there and his inheritance is a competition between her and his favorite student about like these three wine challenges. He, he was a, like a wine connoisseur. So she has to like compete and it's just been, I, I really like it. It's in Japanese, French and English. So you'd, you'd probably like that too. 
And it's I love that. Just the design is really good. The styling is awesome. I like that a lot. It's a it's what's a reality show. No. It's a drama. Oh. <laughs> could be it's gonna be a reality like, show. I mean, yeah. Someone some rich person could just be like, I'll make a reality show for my inheritance. Here's a hundred million dollars if you win. Okay. I'm gonna look it up because I like I really love France and Japan. You're right. But uh I don't know anything about wine. Me either. I don't know anything about it except I don't like the smell. It's too vinegary. Okay. That's not essential, I guess. You you do not have to have a glass of wine to enjoy this movie. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm in. Sounds good. Okay. Wait, it's a movie? No, show. Things are changing. Show, it's a show. Jeez. And maybe it's on Apple TV. <laughs> we'll put the link in the... <laughs> Google it. Yeah, just is what just I mean. Google just Google it. Thanks for joining us All right. for another episode of Two Brothers Review the Podcast. I'm Ken. And I'm Ken. <laughs> or Alan. <laughs> oh man. We're selling we're selling uh read and tie dolls soon. Look at our store. In the bio. Link in the bio. Bye. Bye.